Hey everyone, welcome back to This Is Not About Your Body. I'm your host, Jesse Neeland, and today I want to tackle a question that uh, people ask me on a regular basis or comes up in client sessions all the time, which is basically, how do I believe other people when they say I'm beautiful or attractive or you know, thin or uh, sexy or whatever. How do I believe other people when they say these things to me? Uh, this is a huge issue, particularly for women partnered, uh, you know, that their partner will be telling them, you're so beautiful, you're so sexy, I'm so attracted to you, I desire you, you know, whatever it is. And uh, they report feeling like it just doesn't impact them at all. Like, no matter how often their partner says these things or compliments them or says they look good or whatever, like it just doesn't, it doesn't feel like it means anything and it doesn't change how they feel about themselves because they just simply don't believe them. This is super frustrating for everybody, like including the partner, man, because when you are in love with somebody or attracted to somebody and you try to tell them how you see them, it's like, super painful to have that just bounce off of them constantly. Uh, and that's what happens when we're in love with somebody or when we're really attracted to somebody. Uh, you know, we get that we get that sort of halo over them, right? We see them as just so beautiful. I mean, our, our brains literally alter the way that their faces look to us uh, when we feel that way about someone. And the reason for this is it's the same mechanism that makes uh, body dysmorphia happen in a negative way, right? Like when you feel shame or hatred or guilt or, you know, you associate failure or you associate a lack of safety or you associate whatever with your body, your brain shows you something that is much more grotesque, uh, disgusting, you know, broken, bad, ugly, whatever. So that same mechanism that makes us have uh, body dysmorphia in a negative way when we look at ourselves happens in reverse when we look at people that we are, that we love, people that we really, really feel positively towards, really connected to and warmly, um, you know, that, that sort of feeling of like closeness or um, attracted to and, and desiring of. So that's what happens when our partners look at us or we look at our partners. And so what happens is typically, especially for women, because, you know, we have this sort of uh, kind of culture-wide body image crisis right now. Um, everybody knows that women feel bad about how they look. So everybody tries to compliment women on how they look to try to convince them to feel confident in how they look, to try to um, build up their confidence and make sure they know uh, that they are beautiful or sexy or whatever. So they that's how a lot of the compliments kind of happen inside of partnership where a woman's partner will tell her, you're so beautiful, you're so sexy, you know, I think you're gorgeous, um, you know, you look so great, all these things. But with that uh, <laughs> kind of dynamic, her brain is often just going, no, you're wrong. Like, she's not taking it in. She's not being like, oh, my God, I guess I must be beautiful because they keep telling me. No, she's like, you're a liar. I don't believe you one freaking bit because I don't see something beautiful when I look in the mirror. So I guess you are either lying or you're wrong or possibly even you just have bad taste. You know, sometimes uh, female clients will like 
almost let like respect their their partners less because their partners seem to think they're so attractive and they're like obviously my partner is an idiot with bad taste you know if if they find this attractive like what's wrong with them so the reason for this is obviously she can't and this can happen to anybody I'm just using this dynamic that I I see it most often in um, because of the connection between body image issues and women and patriarchy and all these things this this tends to happen most uh to women and femme folks in partnership um so what's going on is essentially that um she doesn't see any such thing and when you don't believe a compliment like somebody's somebody's giving an opinion of you, an assessment, you know, and you have a different takeaway, a different opinion or a different assessment, different, um, you know, they give you a score and you have a different score. Like their score doesn't necessarily make a single big difference, right? Because you're just like, oh, I, I have a different score. I don't believe yours. I think yours is wrong. Or maybe it makes you get really confused and in your head like, what's going on? Why do they have a different score than me? And then you stop trusting your own reality and then your dysmorphia gets worse because everything gets really confusing. Uh, That's a whole other separate topic though. Uh, For right now, I just want to focus on the fact that when someone shares an opinion of you, it's very easy to just disagree because opinions are opinions, right? Like it, it is not factual that you're beautiful what they're saying when they say that is, I think you're beautiful, or to me, you're beautiful, or right now, you seem beautiful to me, you know, like, that's the context of your partner saying you're beautiful. Uh, They're not saying, uh, well, I suppose they could be saying this, but generally speaking, they're not trying to, like, uh, prove a thesis. They're not trying to be like, look, according to the global such and such for attractiveness, you hit these markers, and therefore, you're good looking enough that you shouldn't have to feel insecure. For the most part, people are just sharing their opinion. And honestly, even if they did launch into some kind of thesis like that, it would still just be a thesis, right? Because it's an unprovable fact. You are factually (laughs) attractive. It's You can never prove it, right? So it's still their opinion, even if they are trying to present it as a fact. And I think we do this to each other too. Like, um, you know, a lot of women will say to each other, you're so beautiful, you're so gorgeous. I don't know why you're insecure. I don't know why you hate your body. Like you look amazing. I, you know, I would kill to look that good. Like there is so much of this sharing of opinion that happens um, when we talk to each other about how we look and how we feel about how we look. And essentially everyone is just sharing an opinion that the other person can then just in their head or out loud be like, I don't agree. And because you can disagree with it like that, it doesn't land. You know, it might feel nice. You might be like, oh, it's so nice because my partner or my friend or whoever is like sort of blasting me with a little bit of positive energy. Like it always feels nice when someone is saying nice stuff to you or, you know, uh, spending that little burst of positive attention on you. But that's different, right? Like that, that is a very fleeting experience. Just like if somebody, you know, was sort of like, fussing over you for some other reason it would still feel good right like are you okay you know I was so worried about you and you're like no come on you know it's it 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 doesn't really matter what they're saying when someone sort of uh you know shines a little positive attention light on you for a moment it's gonna feel good assuming that it's welcome and wanted and someone you care about um but yeah it doesn't convince you of anything right for someone to be like this is my opinion so 
what happens then is the person who's giving these kinds of compliments and feedback often feels really rejected and confused and frankly kind of irritated because it's like sort of hurtful to be to be like here's my opinion of you to me you're beautiful and then have the person consistently be like I think you're wrong no I'm not I don't believe that you know so this causes a lot of tension in partnerships and it might in friendships and things like that too but I think in partnership it's particularly notable because there is this dynamic of desire and attractiveness sort of being at play so that one partner might say you know like um you're so hot as a way of saying like I'm very much into you and the person with body image issues will be like no I'm not therefore how could you ever be into me you know, so it's not just like in a friendship, this stuff could still totally come up or in a family dynamic, but with a partner, it, it's not just, I don't believe that I'm attractive. It's often, I don't believe that you're attracted to me. And when we include self-objectification into this mix, the objectification of women, someone who identifies their um, value or, or worthiness based on um, how pleasing they are to look at basically, or how much they turn someone on, then, then you've got this feeling of like, if you're not attracted to me, this relationship is not secure. It's like, if, if I don't believe you're, that I'm attractive, then I don't believe you're attracted to me, which means I can't believe you love me. And I can't believe that I'm safe here. So it really, really messes with partnership dynamics because, you know, no matter how many times someone says you're hot, like, if you believe that you being hot is crucial to the relationship's security and you don't believe that you, personally you don't have the opinion that you are in fact hot or that the other person, you know, you, you don't believe that the other person could possibly think that, like you're just going to feel insecure all the time. This is why of the four body image avatars that I talk about um, in my work, the self-objectifier is the one who feels the most insecure inside of partnerships. They often think that a partnership will make them feel more secure when they're single, but um, it doesn't. <laughs> I mean, for many reasons, but but this is one of them, is they, they feel super, super needy inside of a partnership because they're constantly looking for reassurance. Do you think I'm hot? Do you think I'm hot? Like, are you attracted to me? Do you think I'm beautiful? And then when their partner's like, yes, 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 I do, I do, I do. They're like, ah, never mind. I don't believe you anyway. Like, I'm still in the same boat that I would have been if I didn't freaking ask or I didn't tell you that I wanted compliments or, you know, whatever it is. Because they, this is the, like the, the sort of... Um, dominoes that fall you know they don't believe the other person's opinion is truth because they have a different opinion so it just doesn't freaking matter what the other person says and therefore since it's all you know connected to the security of the relationship and their ability to be loved and valued by the other person in their own heads um it's just it's it's disastrous they feel really insecure all the time so with all of that in mind um i just wanted to share uh, one of the, the things that is most helpful in this kind of situation for the person, well, actually for everybody, <laughs> if you're on either side of this dynamic, it's probably going to be helpful for, for anyone. Um, and that is to focus on, if you're the complimenter, if your partner is the one with body image issues or your partner is the one who cannot sort of believe your opinion about how they look, um, share the impact that they have on you rather than your opinion or assessment of them. When you compliment someone, and honestly, I think this is true in all ways, like sharing impact rather than sharing opinion is like a way better, deeper, and more meaningful compliment across every category that I can think of. Because sharing your opinion is like, 
first of all, it reinforces the idea that like, I just ranked you. I just assessed you. You know, I just held you up against a, uh, a, uh, some kind of hierarchy and decided that you pass congratulations like it is a very weird thing to do um, because it reminds the person being complimented basically that they are constantly being ranked and assessed and judged and evaluated and that even if it feels good in the moment because you're like oh thank goodness they think I look good um, that does overall reinforce body image issues and it reinforces self-objectification and it reinforces this idea that you can never slip up you know because people are constantly evaluating you so sharing uh, opinion-based uh, compliments on how a person looks it just you know it, it's not going to change their mind because they can just disagree and it it reinforces this idea that you're constantly like judging them based on their appearance and doing this sort of like evaluation thing of like pass fail or, you know, zero to 10, you're a seven today. Like it, it just does a weird thing to us long term that is not ultimately going to boost anybody's confidence. So sharing impact is about sharing um, not your assessment or your evaluation or your opinion of them, but rather the impact that they have on you. What does it do to you to look at them? What does it do uh, to you to be close to them? You know, uh, what does it feel like to get to look into their eyes? What does it bring up for you to gaze into their face or watch them, you know, in, in action doing something they're great at or they love, you know? Um, how does it impact you to, to watch or see or gaze upon this person? That immediately takes this out of the realm of um, opinion. It takes it out of the realm of opinion because uh, there is no opinion in the sort of subjective experience of whether or not you had a feeling, right? Like nobody's going to argue with you if you say like that made me feel good. Nobody's like, I don't think it did make you feel good. I mean, like some people might, but those people are already so deeply down this rabbit hole of anxiety that it's closer to paranoia, right? So Yes, absolutely. You could theoretically get this pushback where you share, wow, like looking at you makes me so happy. And they go, you're a liar. Why would you lie to me? But for the most part, most people will just go, oh, that's nice. You know, they don't necessarily um, feel anything about it. They, they might not suddenly be like, oh, I guess I'm attractive, right? Like that doesn't necessarily, it's not like a, a, a click happens there. But what happens is they just don't, they don't disagree in their own heads most of the time. You know, you say, wow, it feels so good to see your face again. And they don't immediately say, I disagree. So they're able to receive it. It might have less of an impact than the sort of opinion-based compliments that we generally think of you know like it might have a bigger impact initially um on a person's uh, mood or or confidence or whatever to be like you look stunning right because it's like like a big very temporary and fleeting boost whereas to say it makes me so happy to see your face again it might be a small boost but that boost is a lot more likely to actually kind of land and last because you're building in that relationship dynamic the the especially if this is consistent, you know, if you're consistently sharing impact, um, you're building, a, I guess, a f like, I don't know how to put it exactly, like a bank account of, of good feelings that the person cannot just immediately disregard the next moment because they can't really disagree with it. So, you know, another example would be instead of saying you're so sexy, 
uh, you could say like, you are turning me on right now, or I'm feeling really turned on, like looking at you right now, or, um, you know, this is very arousing for me or, you know, whatever it is, like you're sharing the, your experience and the end of that is like, well, of course they were clearly, um, desirable if you desire them, right? Um, saying I want you means that that something desirable or sexy was happening. So instead of being able to disagree, if you're like, you're so sexy, they say in their own heads, you're an idiot. No, I'm not. Um, you say, I want you, they, they can't disagree. And so over time, that kind of stuff builds up and you're like, I am worthy of desire. They might never say to themselves, I'm sexy. I don't know that they'll ever think I'm sexy or I'm not sexy, right? Like that's sort of irrelevant, which is the whole deal with body neutrality is it, uh, it's, it's just not really about that, it, but it's about something more meaningful and more impactful, which is that they feel like they deserve um, and are worthy of their partner's desire that they are desired in their partnership or, you know, in a hookup anywhere, right? Like any time that this language is being used, it is reinforcing for them that they are desirable. Is that the same thing as sexy? Uh, I don't know. I don't know that I care though, because to me, I guess it's the same thing, but also I could totally see sexy being defined as like, you know, um, closer to conventional beauty and body ideals which is just trash like I don't need to be that that's not important to me but it is freaking important to me that I be desired in my partnership right so like sharing impact actually buoys and reinforces a message that most people aren't even aware they need reinforced you know people think oh I want them to to assess me well you know I want them to rank me highly I want them to think I'm sexy but no matter how many times they say you're sexy, you're sexy, you're sexy, you're always like, no, I'm not, no, I'm not, no, I'm not. Whereas if they, you know, over time are just constantly like, I desire you, I want you, you turn me on, my God, like this is so hot right now. I'm, you know, uh, just all of those, all of those impact sharing statements build up uh, an incredible sense of I am worthy of being desired. I'm desirable. My partner desires me. This is, it just is like a really good feeling, a really, um, it makes a person feel secure in that aspect of their relationship to know that they're desired and it makes them feel secure in themselves to know that they are worthy of desire. So that would be impact sharing over opinion sharing. And if you are the person who is giving these compliments, I highly, highly recommend you explore what this means um, for yourself. You know, it, it, even in, in little things like, like saying, I could gaze into your eyes forever or it feels so good uh, when, when I, you know, look into your eyes or I gaze upon your face or it feels so good to feel this close to you when you're both naked or, you know, whatever it is, like share that impact, share what it feels like in your body, share what it brings up emotionally, share, share how it changes you because that impact is everything. It has a real, real chance of actually landing and helping the person who you're talking to really feel secure in the way that you're hoping they'll feel when you just compliment how they look using, you know, ranking and assessment and evaluation language. So that's my recommendation for that. And if you are the partner who is struggling to believe them, this is why, right? 
Like, let me just normalize and validate that for you. It is not weird that you don't believe your partner or your friends or your family when they tell you that you're beautiful or you're sexy or you're gorgeous or whatever. It's not weird because opinions are kind of, kind of useless. <laughs> I mean, like not always, obviously, but you know, a lot of times we really over rely on them. So ask the people in your life, ask them to share impact or just tell them, you know, send the, send them this episode, you know, like tell them I'm, working to feel more confident in myself and and how I look or I'm working on body neutrality or whatever it is and say I would rather hear what impact I'm having on you when you look at me than your assessment of how I look like I would rather know what it brings up for you or what it feels like for you to look into my eyes or to gaze upon my naked body or whatever it is Um, I'd rather know that then know that you held me up against a hierarchy and decided that I pass. And invite them. I mean, listen, this is a skill to build. Most of us don't have the skill of sharing impact in our compliments. However, it is a skill worth building and it is a skill worth asking for the people in your life to build because it really, really does make a difference. When, let's say, everybody in your life is sharing the impact of being around you. And this includes other stuff too. I mean, I, obviously like some of this stuff is about looking at a person, um, but sharing impact is like, you know, uh, I always feel better after we hang out. Like uh, laughing with you boosts my, elevates my mood for days. Um, you know, your compassion um, has inspired me to be a better person. I'm so grateful for your intellect because bouncing ideas around with you, um, you know, has helped me solve some major problems. Like whatever it is, like sharing that impact as opposed to being like, you're so smart, you're so funny, you're so nice. Like all of those are still impact or opinion-based compliments, right? And the ones that are like, you're so this, most people probably won't, you know, immediately disagree with all those things, but it's still not going to land as deeply or meaningfully as the impact. It just, generally speaking, can't go quite as deep. So somebody sharing like, you know, your watching your mind work inspires me or your passion inspires me or your, um, you know, your determination is rubbing off on me in a way that, you know, here's the impact, right? Like sharing the impact of being in relationship with another person is profound. Assessing them and their character is, you know, like can be good, can be nice. I don't think there are people who don't like to hear, you know, that they're smart or funny or, or kind or whatever, but like it, it applies to all things is what I'm saying. So this is especially important when it comes to body image issues and body neutrality, but it really does apply to everything. Um, so yeah, if you are in that boat, I highly encourage you to tell people what you need to feel more secure and invite or encourage or ask them to provide it in the form of less evaluate, evaluative language, less, um, less evaluations of how you look and more uh, vulnerable uh, insight into how you impact them, you know, how it feels uh, to be around you. So, yeah, I hope that that's helpful. Um, something that comes up so, so often. So if you were like nodding along or being like, oh my God, 
it may, like, trust me, you are not alone. This is very, very common. So that is everything. I am so happy to have you here and listening. Um, if you want to support me on buymeacoffee.com, you can leave like a little thank you if you get a lot of value out of this podcast, or you can join my Patreon. Both links will be in my show notes. And uh, that is it. Thank you for being here, and I will catch you next week. <laughs>